0: Welcome back to Steel22Live.tv. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and I'm so excited to have you guys back with us today. Today is very special to me because I one of my one of my greatest friends that I have had. He's a friend, he's a mentor. He was he was there for me and taught me the ropes uh, back in the day when I first got started with my first project and he's doing some phenomenal, phenomenal things. He's talking about a media mogul as far as music. This is a gentleman that uh, you're gonna learn a lot from, especially young folks uh, that are into music uh, and the people who have also been through the music industry he had he basically transcends from the time when I first heard my first record, uh, and, and 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 just from a from a consumer uh, aspect, and then when I actually got into being a rapper and a producer and all that kind of stuff, uh, he, he he's he's a mentor of mine that has been able to, I, I've been able to learn from, we've been able to learn from each other as well. So have a mutual respect for him. Uh, I'm so glad to have him on, uh, Mr. Bernard Wise. What's up, man? Hey 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 hey! <laughs> I have a lot of respect for you, man. When I first got started in the industry, man, uh, you know, you know, back in the early '90s, man, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of my listeners that have been following, and they know me from that perspective and that and that era. But there's there's certain people I call like generals, you know. They have done so many things, and, and and I believe that you're that type of person that's always been a solid person, always been connected. Uh, so, you no, know, uh, just real quick, but everybody, where you are from, man? Give, give give a little background how you grew up and how you first, you know, got into music.
1: Oh, man, um grew up on the east side of Wilmington, and, uh, you know, just um, had a love for music, uh, ran into some cats that I, I grew up with a uh, guy by the name of Fran Wilmer. One by the name of Fran Mello, uh good friend of mine. Twin B, Corey Henry, good dude, man, could rap his ass off. Sorry about that. No, you uh, good. He's in the, he's in the gospel music now. Okay, a <laughs> that's of, a good transition, uh, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't know uh, anybody. Um, that I haven't grown up with that we're still not friends. Wow. We're still around.
0: That's good, man.
1: Um, uh, Just uh, love for music. Uh, Just followed it. Started, you know, dibbling, dabbling. Uh, Moved to Oklahoma for a few years and uh, really got deep into it. Maybe three years, came back home here to Wilmington, linked up with a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Tricky T, and uh, we uh, made a group called uh, Hellified Two MCs. All right. And af- after that, I kind of thought I was untouchable. Oh. Um, short story, just uh, in and out of New York, uh, we would go anywhere there was a party, anywhere there was a rap battle. Uh, back then it was always peace and love and lyrics. It wasn't fighting and right. anything like that. Right, right. Yeah, we would, we would go all over, man, to be received uh, by brothers of the mm-hmm. X-Clan, uh, good friends of ours. I know a few of them passed off since then. Oh, uh,
0: man, X-Clan. I remember them, man. My goodness.
1: Yeah, uh, cool Key from Ultramagnetic Magnetic Yep, MC. yep,
0: yep, okay.
1: Good, good friend of mine, um... Man, the, the New York scene was 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 really tough when it came down to it. But, uh, I mean, me and the guys would just jump in the car and go up. We'd get a phone call. We'd go up, man, and we'd hang out. If we had a chance to battle or perform, we would do that. Mm. And um, pretty much that's that's what spurred uh, the music thing. Gotcha. Um, I, I know we don't have forever to talk, but fast forward, um, I've always been a student of music uh been always intrigued with how a person could be so talented and look like they were getting so much money to find out later that they were broke mm, wow and and some of the some of the same key players were still in the business and still uh, making money and signing people to deal.
0: My goodness. Wow. What was the difference you um, think that was?
1: Uh oh the difference is just um it's lack of knowledge yeah. and there's also a thing of opportunity. And opportunity on on two parts. If a person show you money that you never seen to do something that doesn't hurt you to do and your lifestyle is not what you want it to be. And this money can change your life. Then you're not looking at the residual parts of it. You're looking at the upfront part of
0: it. Right. And
1: the other part is the person taking advantage of doing a said deal. But we also have to realize when a person does a deal with a young or, or older or unsuspecting or unknown person, they're still taking risks too.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So I don't want to do the the bad guy thing. Right. But they're also taking risks. They they may have money to take these risks, but they're taking risks. Yeah. And and but the risk is so lopsided that they're really not gonna lose money. They may, may lose credibility, but they won't lose, lose money. Lose
0: money, okay. All right. So so is it is it worth the risk for them or is it just that it's not as bad? Because
1: it's, it's it's not as bad. It's not as because, bad.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: Uh, back then, you know, now how good a person is is subjective. Mm-hmm. So if I say rappers came a dime a dozen, I wouldn't be being disrespectful because some people think rappers are good because you hear them on the radio. Right. Some people know some of the best rappers you may never hear on the radio.
0: Right.
1: So, rappers come a dime a dozen because normally the ones that get signed normally are the cheap ones.
0: You know, it's funny you say and that because even back then, when I was trying to break into the industry and and doing that stuff, and um, um, I was so focused on my talent, thinking that you know it was me and that and the reason and you know. You want to sign me? I wasn't thinking anything about business or you know residual or writing or publishing. That just wasn't on on the front right. of my minds.
1: Right, right.
0: And so I I can and, I definitely understand that what you're saying. But go ahead.
1: And it's and it's enticing if you're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and and you live in a project of a real big city and you see no way out, and you may have a a, a single-parent household, and that parent's uneducated, then, you know, a, a million dollars can really change your life. Absolutely. But it's what you do when that million dollars is gone, or what you have to do to stay within that bracket of, supporting what you done bought or what you're doing with that first million dollars. Right. Right. And if you can't sustain that, then that's where the problems come in.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, You know, um, a million dollars sound good today, but if the person or the company you signed with say in six months, I want that million dollars back. And they tell you that you haven't generated enough to cover that, million dollars, then that new home that you're in or that new car that you bought, you know, it starts to mess with your craft, your life, your everything. Right. So all all I'm saying is, you know, being young and unsuspecting, yeah, you can take advantage of grabbing that money up, but if you have no knowledge of your worth in the business, then that money up front is not worth it and then being a entrepreneur or business mogul or a record label then you're taking advantage because you know they don't know these things yeah as yeah. far as contract negotiations and and things like that so um i to, was to make the long story short now I mean if just you said... don't know what you're doing it's yeah, Go ahead.
0: You, you know, no. You, um, I, I, it's funny you say that because I want not cut you, but it's uh, I was just watching a story about the Tony Braxton story. That they, they, that I guess they was able to release and what every what you're talking about is exactly what I saw. And you know, you've heard she was having problems with the face and that kind of stuff and whatever it was was. But it, uh, as I, as I'm looking at the story, that seems to be that seems to be the common theme. Not just back when I, when we when we were younger. I mean. Uh, you know, f- for the whole time back to Cadillac Records, is, is, is that has that been the same theme all way through? And ha- and how's it changed oh, today?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, well, it it changed today with. Uh, first I want to go with. The invention, through technology. First, I want to see the first thing that happens is. First thing they would get you is they would tell you it would cost you. You would owe a million dollars because of your studio session. Right, right. You would owe a million dollars because we're going to press your record. We're going to put it together. We're going to distribute it. You would owe a million dollars because we're going to market it. And and what I'm going to say about technology now um, is, first, you can extra the million dollars because, a lot of it could be done in a home studio, as far as the recording yep. and and the mastering of the music. It could be distributed on the same computer, mixed, mastered, developed. Um, all your paperwork and all could be done and marketed on the same computer, done by you and a few friends with the knowledge and going into copywriting and publishing and and all these other uh, legitimate forms of paperwork, this documentation that makes sure uh, you secure your bag or get your money, Right. I, I would say it changed because if a person was to take their time and they were to study and they looked at companies like, uh, Les, I will throw a name out for you, a company that I am affiliated with okay. called AllTrack, Got it. I'm, I'm, I'm affiliated with a company called AllTrack to, to be an affiliate publisher. And what I do with two of my clients is instead of us having a distribution deal or a label deal, mm-hmm. uh, my my clients go out and they do their music and they bring it back to me and, and, and this is what I do. I process it via copyright, publishing, uh, sync license, everything we can do to get paid, and as far as the, uh, as far as the, uh, what I wanna say, as far as the promoting it and and all that stuff. Marketing, yeah. That's on them and their management Management,
0: okay, gotcha. But
1: but I I will tell you, over the the last seven years, I learned that if you put a product out, that uh, I have a team that will help you chase down every dime, and get it in your bank account.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: And, that, <laughs> and so that changes from what it used to be back with Cadillac Records and yep. Tony Braxton right. and R. Kelly.
0: Yep. And the name
1: just a few people. The the music business has the music industry has really changed for the independent artist to be able to be independent and wealthy.
0: And yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I didn't
1: say rich. Just I said wealthy. Wealthy.
0: That's right. There there is a difference.
1: And and, and, and the, pretty much the guys that I fool with, you know, they're beyond being famous. We're not talking about being famous anymore. Right. We're just talking about making a living and living the way we should for the work that we do.
0: Right. Got it. Got it. What is your definition of uh, wealth?
1: Well, my de- believe it or not, my definition of wealth really... I'm. I'm going to talk about the financial part first. It's not worrying about uh, what bill needs to be paid. Got it. But my wealth comes through me and my family being healthy and living a quality of life.
0: Amen. That's it. That's it. Enough said on that one. I don't
1: have no. <laughs> I don't have no big. You know, I don't have no big. You know, like. uh, a Honda would do me well. I'd be
0: pleased. You'd be pleased. You know? <laughs> and, and, be, I know that's I'll be, right. I'll that's be right. Pleased. You'd now, be good.
1: <laughs> now, not now. You can't pay me a Honda because I work more than a Honda. No doubt, right? I, I'm right. I'm saying with, with my money, I don't need to buy a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. I can buy a Honda. I'm fine. The thing is, when I come home, I want to be able to put wood in my fireplace. That's right. I want my lights to be on. I want if I want my cable or my internet to be working, you know, I want I want my jacuzzi to warm up to the temperature I want it to warm up to, and I want to have love in my house.
0: That's it. Now, how do you keep... So, let me ask you this, because that's really, really good, and that's powerful. I think a lot of people, you know, when you ask that wealth question, it's always about what they acquired and the money side. So I in the, for all my listeners that are out there, uh, you know, just really really broke down you know he probably just you know, cut your learning curve back about you know 10 20 years because that the true true health and 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 living a good life and being is the true definition of well uh of well I, I believe the same thing man it took me a while because at first i thought it was all about the cash and the money and the cars and the house and and the chains and all that right. stuff it took me a while but i yeah. i do really really recognize that now
1: yeah well yeah this this is it um just uh you know i i got to have peace you know yeah to, to to be able to pray openly yep you know to your god whoever your god may be uh that everything is going to be okay with your family uh that we that we go to and fro safely that we can travel that we can see the world, that that we can do things together as a family, that we eat at the table together, uh, that we can solve problems. Um, music is just a vehicle for you to do other things in your life.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: That's, that's where a lot of people mistake that once I'm in the music business, then it's that's all it is. Listen, if you get a platform in the music business, sell T-shirts, sell candles, sell paint, right? sell TV, whatever you can get your hands on, use that vehicle to do the next thing that you want it to do.
0: Absolutely. And you might
1: do some other stuff that you didn't want to do, but you may find opportunity. Just don't sit on it as music. Do you know, I'm going to ask you, yep. that music, What was music's sole purpose when it first started with music?
0: The sole purpose of music when it first started music? Uh, I would probably, I can take a guess at it. I don't know for sure, but I can take a guess that uh, was to uh, connect people.
1: I would say, in a way, in a way, you're right. Okay. Music. Was sole purpose of music was for advertisement.
0: Advertisement. Okay, gotcha.
1: It, it wasn't about the music. It was about what were you saying in the music? What are you saying? Coca Cola. Oh, than right. Pepsi.
0: Okay. Yeah. We yeah.
1: Have, we have Coca Cola. We <laughs> had, It was about the jingles. It the was jingles. About the yes, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's why they that, that, last so long, huh? It. The other, the other, the other product was the star. The mm. music was the byproduct, right? Got it. And 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 today, people need to know: use the byproduct, which is the music, now, to advertise what's going to be your star. Mm. So once you get that platform, it's just like, listen: if you make a hit record and it's worldwide, and you use that platform to sell something of yours, that's your own CBS.
0: Mm. That's your
1: own Fox. Mm. That's your own CNN. That's your own media station that's running for them three or four minutes every time. So you have to find something of yours to put into your music that you can make other income off of.
0: That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: Now, now, Now check this out. Even if the man... Signed you to a deal and your platform is large, but he got you on a 360 deal, which means he makes money off your concerts, your t shirts, your anything got to do with music. But if you slide an advertisement or something else in that music on that three minute platform that goes big, you can sell stuff outside of what Master got you signed.
0: My goodness. And you
1: can still make it killing.
0: Mm, mm, mm. For those who are not Who are about to break into the music industry Maybe some of my listeners are thinking about Getting the music I've heard that term for years and years, and years. What exactly is a 360 deal And does it still exist today
1: Oh yes It, it exists today It's it's a deal where See what happens is When you get up I don't want to use the word standard deal okay, But a normal deal Is comprised of Uh, marketing distributing sales resales and putting your whole recording putting your product together Okay. Uh, the 360 comes in where now the person who did your deal they want a part of your live performance they want a part of your streaming they get a part of your autographs mmm Autographs, too? Good Lord. Everything that go on in your life. Wow. They get a part of every, And then when they do it, it's not a two- or three-year deal. It's a a long-term deal. It's really, I'm going to put it in a term that people out there that do it to people won't like. But my parents always told me, shame the devil. And I'm gonna say a 360 deal is nothing short of slavery.
0: Wow, that's strong. Wow, wow, man, yeah, makes sense, man. Uh, if if they own that much, I don't, I, I I don't know if I can. Can you relate that to football too? Is that the same kind of concept? Like, because I know a lot of a lot of my friends, and you, and you know the one I'm talking about in particular. But like, he used to tell me things like, you know, they you know they own everything that you do you think that you can go out here and sign a couple autographs without reporting back but you got to report that back and then you got you know video games in your name and t-shirts and so that's everything you can't do
1: anything outside of your deal uh now in football i wouldn't know okay but uh i think they got a, a pretty good hold on them now things are changing where uh Players have other companies and stuff like that.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: But 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 um, I'm gonna tell you that, yeah, they had uh they had a, a tight rein on them for a long time.
0: Wow. I don't I don't think that the kids kids that are out there today have you found you know based on, you know the folks in, in our, our 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 generation and the the ones that you deal with now because you've you deal with some young some, some uh, young people and also millennials um, are are they as aware um, um, of these kind of deals and what to look out for or is that kind of what you do with your publishing company?
1: Well, yeah, with my publishing company uh, the people that I run into in the various studios that I go to between here and Philly um, are on the They're on the independent bus, and they're not looking for deals. So it's a certain amount of awareness that runs around in certain circles. Um, I think that the people that are looking for the – nobody's looking for the 360 deals, but the people who might fall prey to a 360 deal, it still comes the same way like it used to. They catch them young. They catch them out of their projects. They catch him with no father. Right. Okay. Or they catch him with, so they you know, so target. They, they, they know. Yeah, they're targeted. Yeah, and they know what yeah. they're looking.
0: for. Yep. Got it. Got it. I
1: mean, I mean, now again, you could you could be an independent artist. You can catch a fire. You could get in trouble. You can go to jail. Uh, you can look in, a, in an instance like, uh, you might have a a mogul come at you and give you an unbelievable deal, but they want more of you. Yeah. You know, as soon as you come out of jail or to get you out of jail. Right. Because you want to get back on your feet or you want to have a certain lifestyle because you never owned too much of your own stuff. Right. And so, Hey, it, it can happen. I mean, nobody is immune to, uh,
0: everything that glitter ain't gold. Right, right. I got you. I got you. That makes sense. So, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm going to wrap up on this because this is really good. I, I really love this conversation. And I, I thank you, man, because you know, I'm learning so much and I'm sure our listeners out there, whether you are whether you are in the industry now, you've been in or you maybe you, you want to comment uh, you know, below on some 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 things that they really connect and resonate with you uh, feel free to to comment below um but i do want to I, I do want to try to help out some of the uh, of the of, of the newer artists that are coming out and now so if if you have someone who who's who's looking and uh they actually um are looking to be able to break into the industry right now today with the whole you know the, the transition of steam- uh, streaming and things of that nature uh and but they're they're not they're actually not quite sure their confidence may not be there and they're not quite sure. Uh, you know, on what's you know how 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 to get started in the industry. What what, what kind of advice could could you give him?
1: Um. Real quick, um. This is what I'm going I'm going to tell him to do. Every every August, uh, CD Baby has a music conference for do-it-yourself artists. It's no more than a hundred bucks. And uh, the the location changed. The last two years has been Austin, Texas. The year before, it's been in uh, Nashville. Uh, Look it up, the CD Baby Conference. That's all you have to look up, CD Baby Music Conference. And uh, before you do anything, you should attend. Now, other than that, this is what I will do for you, Fred. Okay. If you know five people who are unsure who don't have the confidence who are just thinking about it who just want to learn something about the business then you get them guys we get together on zoom and we can talk
0: that sounds good it sounds good you heard it first from my, from, from my from my great friend uh bernard wise the, i see the cd babies diy musician conference 2020 the next one's coming up august 28th uh through the 30th in austin texas so that's really really good information bernard man you know you know we could probably go all night but i think you've you provided some amazingly valuable information i'm hoping you guys take heed the music industry has changed from the time i was doing it but uh, i tell you what bernard wise is the guy he is the he is the man uh that that you can tell by just by the knowledge just by what he's been dropping on you that's experience. That's knowledge. That's wisdom. That's 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 just jumping in there and, and, and just 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 making it happen and having that you know you know you know that direction. Uh, he is a man that he gave, he gave to me when I was younger, and he he's, he's still doing you know out there doing his thing. So, yo man, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, one more thing, man. I want I want to say to your listeners,
1: man. Yes, sir. Just to, just to put them in perspective. Just as people let's not ever get too big to ask for help to apologize to tell your loved ones you love them and never get too big to say I was wrong and if, if you just start your day off with that and you just keep that in focus you're gonna grow in ways that you can't even believe
0: that's my man associate music producer Bernard Wise man I thank you so much bro y'all heard it first and thank you for tuning in, tune in to, uh, to Studio22Live.tv. Always positive, always on. We'll see you guys next week. Yo, Bernard, thank you, my brother. Salute. Hey,
1: take it easy, man. Love you,
0: Fred. Love you too, man. Talk to you. All right.